So we have gotten some feedback and some suggestions and some formal requests to hear about our mistakes, which... Got to give the people what they want. So, and, and there's no shortage of of those stories to be able to tell, right? We we all make mistakes. We learn from them as we go, and hopefully, if you have a bestie, like a work bestie, you can share, right? They can share their stories with you, and you can share what you learn along the way. So, that's the foundation of our relationship, I think, Miller. And also, you have to, you know, sometimes when these ideas are run by each other and then they don't work. The person also comes back and says, why did you let me do that? But (laughs) we, we have, we have some, um, we're going to really try to give you some evidence as well as to why we did certain things the way that we did. So today we're going to use the word foobar things that really just seriously damaged and put things out of working order, according to Google definitions. Yes. So we'll let JJ go first because hers is oh, yes. fun. Mine is, mine is pretty, it, it's pretty bad. It's it's pretty bad. And and I like the, the you know, irreparable damage that putting things out of, out of order. Um, I think the irreparable damage was really done to my soul and to my confidence. <laughs> After this activity, because it was just, it just fell so flat. So the team I was leading at the time, we would have a monthly meeting where we all came together face to face and we would get pretty geeked up for these meetings. Like we were pretty excited. We would wear, there'd be a theme and we'd wear the colors of the theme. And um, this was February, right? So you can guess what our theme was, Valentine's Day, love, that kind of thing. And we wore red or pink to really kind of get us in the mood and, you know, had everything good to go as far as we were concerned. I was having a problem thinking of a team builder or some kind of an activity to motivate or or inspire. And so kind of as a last minute ditch effort, I thought, well, you know, maybe we could tie in the things that we love about our jobs. So on the way to this meeting, this is how last minute this was. On the way to this meeting, I stop at the Dollar Tree and I get everyone a wreath. It, and it's it's not very big. It's probably just like the size of like a regular dinner plate. And it's made out of felt hearts, pink and red felt hearts. So my idea is that for each one of the hearts, you can write something that you really, really enjoy or that you really, really love about the work that we do. Because we do really meaningful work, right? Like we're changing the lives of people. We have a flexible schedule. We work remotely from our homes. Like all of these things I'm thinking that are just amazing. And I I am talking in front of the group and I'm I'm sharing like what it is that we're going to do. And you each have a wreath and here's some pens. And I want you to really think about all the things that you really love about your job and maybe add some personal things in too, maybe about your family or your loved ones. There's smiles in the beginning, but by the end, I don't even know if everybody finished (laughs) their wreath. I don't even know if people finished this Miller. That's how bad it was. The energy fell 
completely flat. Um, I, I, at the end of the wreath activity, as I'm standing up there with my neck red and blotchy and trying to save this activity, I'm like, okay, well, when you take them home, you know, put them by your computer or hang them somewhere in your home office and snap a picture and, and share with us all of the things you love. And oh my God, no one did it. No, I don't think those wreaths even made it out of the building, Miller. I think they were in the trash can. It did not connect. It did not go well. It it was it was it was awful. It, and you, it's hard, right? And you're vulnerable. I don't. It, I'm not sure if you said this at the beginning, but you're talking like 40 people yes. that you were standing in yes. front of, trying to really inspire the troops. And when something doesn't work, you you can't just quit. You have to, you have to see it through. So now you're embarrassed. They're staring at you and you're like, land the plane, Johnston, where are we going? It's true. (laughs) It's true. And it just did not, it did not hit. It did not connect. It did not hit. It was one of those where you just wish you could go back 20, you know, 15, 20 minutes and just suck it all back into your face so that no one heard what you said and you could just forget about it. But we, yeah, it it didn't hit. I have a question for you because I think that a lot of young leaders, myself included at one period of time, you kind of don't want to do things of that nature because it is vulnerable and it's scary and you're not sure if individuals are going to like it. So you tend to shy away from doing some of those activities that do promote joy and that team atmosphere at the detriment of your team, in my opinion. Do you agree? I do. I do. And I also think, you know, when, when you were, um, helping me through that time. Cause you were at the office that day. Right. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm dying. That was so horrible. Did you see it? You know, you, you gave some good feedback in that you want to connect to innovation and to creative thinking. And maybe I didn't make that connection for them. Maybe I didn't create enough of a safe space for them to be, be vulnerable. Like you're saying, which I do think you have to make yourself vulnerable when you're talking about what you like about your job and also what you dislike about your job. Maybe I didn't create enough trust there, but it was, um, yeah, it, it, oh, I, my neck is red again and on fire right now. I wish everyone could see it. It's like, whoo, that was, that was a rough, and, and I said 20 minutes, it probably was what, seven minutes really, but it felt like an hour up there in front of them trying to get everybody to buy into it. It was just, it was not good. Not good. Well, you don't even get embarrassed the way normal people do. So if you were embarrassed, I would have been like probably asking for a paper bag, but I would like to hit you with a statistic that I think will make you feel better, which is in 2019, Adobe did a study and they were looking at creativity and innovation in the workplace. And 82% of the respondents believe that there was a strong connection between creativity and business results. Nice. So the vein of your activity, I think, is in the right the right place, the right idea, moving individuals into being more creative. However, I know for sure I can do a better job of giving statistics like that to the people I support. And, and the, why is creativity so important? And I know how much engagement is important to yourself specifically, but really all leaders in general. So maybe not the wreath. I mean, I'm personally not going to duplicate that, but I think no wreath. Don't do the wreath. (laughs) Stay away from the wreath. Not a good idea. (laughs) I love it. So 
shall I now fall on my sword for my big foobar? I think so. I think so. But I, I, I think you know people get a get a lot from this one because you're you you've got a you you're working on some things that will maybe juice this one up again. So I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Oh, oh. oh yeah, this will be a to be continued. Let's see if it if it works. Okay, so it was middle of the pandemic. I mean, really struggling to have any type of morale at yeah. all. Um, it really hard time for everyone, personally, professionally, just really challenging. And I had just started the doctorate program and I'm getting just flooded with all of this information. And I'm like, you absolutely have no idea what you're doing. Everybody's miserable. You need to fix it right now. Everything you thought you knew is wrong. And and the first place I wanted to start with was mascots. Mascots. Absolutely not. Why would that be the starting place with no foundation? The answer is... All the locations, because geography is a is a consideration for individuals that we support. And so it needed to be something that transferred. And obviously, nobody can see anybody because it's depth of the pandemic. Right. And so kind of in, in alignment with values and looking at, you know, what would be the what would encapsulate the individuals that you support? Because we're leading leaders, right? right? So everyone's going to have some ownership in there. And maybe we can do some fun stuff. But I'm just going to say... Everyone participated, but I, they should have just, somebody should have just pulled me aside and said, (laughs) this is not going to work. And, um, but to your point earlier, so what has happened is now I've been able to kind of use that as an example and say, Hey, this, and it's really funny to watch the individuals that kind of lived through the pandemic and we've lived through it together. And now we're in a different place. And I was like, remember that time I wanted to do mascots and they'll kind of laugh, and <laughs> but they have chosen to revive them. Okay. So we are having a second experience. I love that. And some people have amended their names because I love there that. were war dogs. I you know what though? I love that. And and as you helped me that day in the boardroom, I have to come to your defense. Your team, you know, talk about a change that happened quickly. Your team went from, you know, being in person. Yes. Regional teams were together in the same building, seeing one another and seeing the people that they were serving to like within a day, you're not seeing anybody. And now we're meeting through virtual means every time we're meeting with each other or even the customers and the clients that we were serving. So I I get what you were doing. You were doing some team building there. You were bringing them together, trying to find that common champion idea that they could, you know, kind of hold on to. I get it. I get it. It just lacked foundation and context and timeliness and a lot of really you know important Please things. repeat what you just said. It lacked foundation and context because that was the problem with mine too. It lacked foundation. It was a last minute idea. It lacked context. Context, excuse me. I didn't communicate with them what this was all about and connection. How are we connecting it to the values like you talked about? So I think, you know, there herein lies the the lesson for us, right? The, those pieces have to be there. But I'm sorry, I interrupted you and you were going to tell us how maybe you were revisiting this. Like what's going on with that? Well, we are revisiting it, but I was going to um, 
give another study for us to kind of talk a little bit about because it talks about engagement and um, employee development. So in a 2020 study from the Gallup survey, 36% of U.S. employees strongly agreed that their organization focuses on employee development and engagement. So that's pretty low. low. 36% focusing on engagement. So in my opinion, when that number is so low and likely not consistent, and then you come in with one of these one engaging idea during a global pandemic, it's not going to work because it doesn't have the foundation. So back to your question, we are reviving it. And I hope that it will have a slightly different outcome in the sense because we have been working on engagement and there's a lot more support in place. The structure is different. So we shall see. We shall see. I have, I, I am, I'm not attached to the outcome. <laughs> I don't know. You, you know, too. I mean, we also know that we're this virtual thing that we're doing now is it's going to continue on. And so the way we're thinking about connection, foundation, the delivery of context, it's different. It's, it's better. I think than we used to do face to face, we can't rely on some of those in-person cues and um, connections that happen. We have to be able to translate it differently too, with our virtual teams versus in person. And if we're doing that hybrid. So I, I love what we've learned. And I think, um, um, it's going to go better this time. We definitely have to do a part two. We definitely have to do a part two on this one. Like bring it back and say what's how it went down. We do. And I think we can also, if um, if the listeners want, we can talk a little bit about how to engage virtually. I know you have some really good information on that. Am I correct in saying your dissertation was on? Yes. That? Thank you for remembering that. The one other person in this world who read my dissertation besides my committee is, is probably you. And don't say if you didn't read it. Don't say. Don't tell the truth. <laughs> but yes, it's it's all about non-co-located teams and, and virtual teams and how we can connect and even use social media in some ways. So I would let that would be really fun. And you've been leading your virtual teams for I don't know how long. So we, we should we should definitely dedicate an episode to that. And I have one more statistic in alignment with that. And we have a study from Gardner in 2020 that found that 82 percent of leaders plan to allow remote work at least part of the time. That being said, I don't think it's going anywhere. So if we can get better at engaging virtually and learn what works and just keep trying. If you had an activity and it failed, do another one. Not the same one, right? No, not the same one. (laughs) Tweak it. Think about the foundation, the communication, the connection, like you said, and see how you can introduce it maybe a little better or differently, but (laughs) it might speak to it. Maybe, I don't know. I might scrap the wreath thing. I would say, don't, don't go for the wreath thing. Yeah. And and I mean, honestly, this whole mascot situation, I think you can build on it, but don't, don't be, don't go too quickly. (laughs) But I also think one hot tip is that if you can go to an associate who is going to be the receiver of the information and see what they think, you know, an honest, an honest evaluation of, do you think your colleagues would enjoy this? And then perhaps plant a couple questions that they could ask, or if they would be willing to, Um, engage with you when you're doing that. That can be a nice way as if you're just newly trying to engage in team activities that would make you feel a little bit more comfortable 
and you stack the deck a little bit and then it, people are going to go hopefully a little easier because one of their colleagues is invested. So if you're new to this and you're not quite sure how to start, I would say plant a couple moles in the audience. That's, that is always a good idea. That is always a good idea to have that first person primed, ready to be the first person, right? That's good stuff. You know, it this, all, this conversation made me think about and we have to save this for a whole nother episode, but I did share with you, Dr. Miller, um, one of the activities that I had done in a meeting that I was attending where we had to do some improvisation. So that might be, we, we, we'll talk about that one another time for sure. Like that, whoo, good stuff. Good, good. Stuff. Little Easter yes. And if you're looking for ideas on how to get your teams motivated, team builders, motivational pieces on the website, we definitely have some ideas for you that we share um, just to give you some starting points that you can tweak and make your own. And uh, you, you know the name there. Dr. Miller's going to say it for you. The, the website to go to. The website is the project hyphen big love.com. I love it. And the where can they email? I us? love it. The email is the project.biglove at gmail. So give us a, a give us a shout out. Tell us what your what your lists are that you need. We're here to help as your your BFFs in the workplace. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts and please visit our website for resources at theproject-biglove.com. Be sure to like, share, rate, and leave a positive review. And if you don't have anything positive, no worries. You can skip that part. As always, questions and stories to share are welcome at theproject.biglove at gmail.com. Now for our legal disclaimer from Dr. Johnston. Best practice for change management is to be sure all parties are informed. Please be sure you discuss with your leaders or supervisors any ideas from our podcast today that you might like to use in your organization before implementing.